everyone welcome to our podcast jesus reflected where we are talking about walking with jesus walking in his steps our loving savior till his image is reflected in our lives and today our topic is healing and forgiveness something that is such a pillar such a great concept that we can only learn from our lord our loving savior jesus and uh, so as we start today our topic I want to introduce the guests that are going to be helping me to talk about this um, this topic. Uh, we have Tumisani Dorlo and his wife, Precious Dorlo. If you guys could just um, say hello to the guests, uh, to the listeners, <laughs> so that they know a little bit also about what you're doing. And um, yeah, I think that's what we just want to know for now. Uh, over to you, Dumi. Thank you, Nyasha, for the introduction. I am in Bulawayo. I'm in a profession. Hi, thank you for the opportunity. I'm Precious Lolo, teacher by profession. Thank you. Amen. So we will have different perspectives, definitely. Accountant, teacher, and we have videographer as well in me. So but the underlying fact is we all are growing Christians and we want to learn as much as everyone else wants to learn outside there. Amen. Amen. So one of the most important things as we start, you know, this is going to be several podcasts going to be recorded. There are going to be many episodes to the issue of forgiveness because I believe it is quite lengthy and sometimes there are many other questions that our listeners will have. And so, but the very first thing that I think of when I think about forgiveness, I always think of heaviness of a heart, uh, a broken heartedness. And I believe that many people are broken hearted. Mm-hmm. People can be broken hearted because of the weight of your own sins. You feel like you, there's so much that you've done wrong. You're broken hearted, you're crushed, your spirit is crushed. And sometimes you are broken hearted, maybe because of the trespasses that you've uh, done against others. Uh-huh. You, you become crushed and broken hearted. Sometimes you're broken hearted because maybe of the evils that have been done to you. Uh, you a person that you've trusted very much. Mm-hmm. They have changed you. They've done something. You have heaviness of heart. Mm-hmm. And when we actually look in terms of health, they say that a broken heart is even worse than a broken arm mm. you know the pain is, is more now you will see that most times when we see a road traffic accident it's 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 a, it's a it's a scene that drives compassion from us people want to stop people want to help mm-hmm. but it's very hard to see a person that's crushed in their spirit yeah uh, but that's more of an emergency i would think um because the internal struggles, they can even cause death. There are many deaths that are caused from heaviness of heart. And and because they go undiagnosed, people die from that. And I want to believe chief among them can be a spirit of unforgiveness. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the wrongs done to us, they break our hearts to the point that uh, they become a burden to us. So maybe my first question to to you, um, my fellow panelists, is 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 what exactly is an action or a happening that warrants someone uh, to forgive another? 
is a very important uh, pillar of the theme of Christianity. Um, what would warrant one to uh, have to forgive is when someone probably wrongs them, uh, knowingly or unknowingly, directly or indirectly. Mm-hmm. Someone may directly mm-hmm. insult you, for example, speak ill of me, Dumisani, or speak ill of a people group or another group of people that I belong to, whether it's the Ndewele people, whether it's accountants. It may be a blanket statement that affects me and I may personally feel wronged by such a statement. So I think any kind of wrong, indirect or direct, whether the person knows it or not, because it might be said or done without the knowledge of the person. Uh, the person may not know that they've hurt me, but I can still choose to forgive them whether they know they've wronged me or not. So I think, generally speaking, those are the situations that I think would warrant for a person to then offer forgiveness to someone else. Okay. I, I, I'm getting it. Someone wrongs you. Is there a time when someone wrongs you and you don't get hurt and life can go on without you needing to forgive them? I think the fact that you are not hurt itself means probably there's no need for you 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 be wronged take to you so life goes on as as normal i think i think that's the key issue when wrongs affect relationships and the flow of life that's when i think there's a need for forgiveness yes indeed and i i totally agree there are times when people do wrong us and we can in our hearts just go over it we don't even think twice but at that time when we think When our hearts are hurt and we are feeling a certain type of way, or we choose to be offended in that, in that, in that statement that I saw somewhere, actually it was a lady talking about forgiveness. And she says, you may say, I forgive you and not Mm -hmm. do it. So saying I forgive you and meaning it can be two separate things, right? True. And where she was coming from is that sometimes we feel the pressure to forgive because we want to be good people, want to be good Christians. So, because we want to be Christian, before I even make the decision to forgive someone, or before I can even think about meaning it, I can just say, I I forgive you. Right? Even before maybe I experience um, healing from the the trauma I've experienced, or before I've Uh allowed myself to learn uh, from the experience. Now, uh-huh. what my, then becomes my question is, is it true? Can we say I forgive you to someone and not mean it? And what effects does that, does that have on both of the people involved? Okay. Because I need some sense to the... You need to fake for you yeah it's a bit of a controversial phrase but i think it 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 bears true to some extent where even if you don't feel like forgiving mm-hmm. it's important to make the decision then ask the lord to then change your heart and emotions so that they then go in line with that which he expects us to do and empowers us to do as well 
But I think it's a totally separate thing just to say it in order to save face. And yet in your mind, you know that you don't want to forgive this person and maybe you're going to uh, work on some kind of revenge. I don't know. Yeah. I think, yeah, we sometimes we can't just wait for the feeling. The feeling may never come. But uh-huh. if we know what is right to do in the circumstance and we want to do it, we might not be feeling it, but we want to forgive. I think, yeah, we can uh-huh. say, I forgive you and pray for God to help us to really fulfill the saying and really be in that space because we want to be like him. It's our desire. I don't think he will shun away from us because yes. we want to be like him and we're trying. <laughs> but I really do feel there's a lot of prayer that needs to come with it because there are things that people have kept for years and years and not been able to come away from them even though they might say I've forgiven him but they can't see eye to eye with that person true True. definitely true it's not easy and I think it doesn't help the Lord when he sees us struggling I think the Lord only has a problem when we struggle in our own strength and don't come to him. When you wronged me, I forgive her, but there's this bitterness in my heart. Lord, please help me uh, overcome this bitterness. I think the Lord is totally fine with that. But hypocrisy, no, you won't be okay with that. Yeah, that's so true. Um, Well, when we look in the Bible... Uh, there are researchers that have done this. I have not looked uh, for it myself, but they say there are 62 passages in the Bible that talk about forgiveness. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, 62 are the ones with the word forgive, and 27 have the word forgiveness. Um, okay. But what many people then, then argue is that none of them tell you how to then do it. <laughs> Okay. They it's talk gone. about forgiving the benefits of it. They will say, you know, it's something good, definitely, you know, but they will not tell you how. Uh huh. Is there a formula? Is there, can I do one to three things and then I know I've forgiven a person? Okay. How to yeah. forgive? How to forgive? Um, okay. Uh, what maybe what is forgiveness might be mm-hmm. uh, before how to I don't know if we... I think that yeah I do agree with you I agree with you on that one so what is forgiveness uh, might be the key question um, if I forget in back to the way it was before that person wronged me so mm-hmm. me I would define forgiveness as the toward someone wronged really towards someone who has wronged you as if they didn't wrong you in the first place so um someone in talk about it no I don't like the way you addressed me uh, it hurt me in this way, this way. It's against the Bible and this principle. Please don't do, do so in the future. They may say, I'm sorry. I can choose to forgive them. 
whether they don't apologize in the first place, I can still choose to forgive them and act towards them uh, with Christian goodwill, despite the, the, the insults that they hold at me. However, um, if they continue to insult me, will I then draw them, um, allow them access to my heart emotionally, knowing that they are abusive? No, I will not. I'll probably love them from a distance, protect myself, and uh, point them to Christ so that they can rehabilitate with this bad. I think if we are wronged, let's love the people who wrong us, but let's take steps to prevent harm to ourselves, harm to those, the kleptomaniac. Will I freely allow them into my house at any time of the day, all the time? I love you, my brother. Unfortunately, you, can, you cannot come into my house because I'll lose my cell phone, etc., etc. Wow, that's very important to realize. I think we can forgive and forgiving, accepting that this person has wronged me, but I won't hold them accountable, like they need to pay me back or anything like that. I will let them go. I won't keep them captive in my mind. And at uh-huh. the same time, it doesn't mean I need to relate to them the same way I was doing before, especially if uh, the way we're relating together is what came what um yeah what caused my hurt in the first place True. so i think adjustment learning <laughs> someone said uh, that's learning there's forgiving is. and learning it's uh-huh. true. and you learn from what has happened because you don't want to set yourself up again for 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 disappointment but it doesn't mean that you're still holding them accountable for what they've done in the past i also see i also see forgiveness as recognizing someone has wronged you but but not um viewing them only as it comes to what they did to you the wrongs mm-hmm. i think sometimes the thing that happens is that we, we might think i've forgiven this person but the only thing we see when we see that person is that wrong they did mm-hmm. we can we can get we fail to then see who they are in christ we fail to see other things even when they grow from the mistakes they used to do uh, we still just humble them in our minds to that position of which sometimes that humbling of them in our minds kind of puts us on a pedestal mm-hmm. and I think being in a position of unforgiveness you can easily slip into some pride because you end up feeling like a better person for not doing the things that this person has done True. I'm better I, don't, I could never steal from someone or I'm better I could never mm. cheat on someone, but this person has done that to me, so they're lesser than. True. And yet, I think if we do realize the nature that we are, I think it might help us in forgiving others mm. that, you know what, this person is of the same nature as I am. The fact that oh. they have fallen, um, I must forgive them. I can make choices for uh, us not to be at loggerheads again. But you have to see beyond their faults because when God also looks at us, he looks uh-huh. beyond our faults. And I think these are some of the things you can actually pray for in trying to forgive uh-huh. someone that you can be able to look beyond their wrongs and be able to see uh-huh. that the preciousness that they are to God himself. Because I think sometimes our own, um, our own appreciation of the value that we have or that other people have is based 
on our experiences that we have with people if we don't think other people are valuable we will also get a point where we don't think we are valuable and then we have low esteem we have you know issues we have a lot of issues that can come from a heart that's in bitterness and this is why we advocate forgiveness let it go um if you can't let it go bring it to god because god of all the people jesus of all the people knows what forgiveness is because he extends forgiveness to us daily and he suffered on our behalf suffered and died on our behalf actually um, i want uh-huh. to believe that jesus died of a broken heart before uh-huh. um he died of bleeding out his heart was broken uh heavy laden with mm-hmm. our sins and broken that okay. he, he could not have communion with god but the joy that he had in resurrecting in knowing that uh-huh. all of us have been forgiven in knowing that his blood can atone for all of our sins the whole thing about salvation was because we were trespassers we were in the wrong but christ died us and i think mm-hmm. for me always whenever i feel wronged and angry <laughs> when i when i think about the story of christ what i do i usually play a movie about christ because at that most times when i'm feeling angry and i feeling like bitter i don't want to pray Mm-hmm. So what I usually do I mm-hmm. I play a movie about Jesus and I tell you for me 100% of the times it, it always works I end up in tears mm-hmm. just thinking I end up feeling indebted mm-hmm. I feel indebted instead of feeling like someone owes me I end up feeling like I owe mm-hmm. God so much and I think mm-hmm. at the end of the day we are debtors It's and, true and 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 I think it's very important for us to realize that we are in need of forgiveness sometimes if if we haven't experienced for the forgiveness of of Christ we can't also extend any forgiveness because there's no forgiveness that comes from us we can only extend the forgiveness that we also have received mm-hmm. and this is why maybe uh we are told that uh we are forgiven as we also forgive true true i think chapter 11 it's the lord's prayer Yes. Look for from the King James version. It says and forgive us our sins for we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us. Okay. Temptation but deliver us from evil. Mm-hmm. Um I'm referring back to the point where three wrongs are seeing ourselves better and holier than them. because mm-hmm. he said that i didn't do that but yes really and truly all of us are uh, in need of can really say i'm better than the person because we are all sinners need to die we are only saved of jesus christ so as you said that christ offers us we should offer to other people and we shall be forgiven as we forgive unless mm-hmm. to forgive then uh, it is that we ask god to forgive us forgive mm-hmm. uh definition from a psychological point of view this is positivepsychology.com 
They say forgiveness is often individual, voluntary, internal process of letting go of feelings and thoughts of resentment, bitterness, anger, for vengeance and retribution towards someone who we believe has wronged us, including ourselves. So if you feel you've wronged yourself, you need to forgive yourself. If you feel someone else has wronged you, you also need to to forgive them. So I think that the, the it's a non-biblical, maybe non-Christian definition, but I think it holds true. It's voluntary. It's internal. In some cases, you may need to approach the person who has wronged you, talk about it, so that you are reconciled. Mm-hmm. And probably, as they learn as well, they become a better person. You become a better person as well. Okay. So, you know, as, as we come to a close, as we come to a close, I wanted to then, uh, you know, bring out this thing to say, who is responsible? Sometimes I think there's a lot of responsibility given to the offender. Uh-huh. Uh, should I wait for them to apologize? And if they do apologize, that put me in a better position to forgive. Um, interesting question. I think we need to view it as all broken in need of Jesus Christ. Um, I think mm. if, uh, after the person has apologized, or even before the person has apologized, if I wait for that person mm-hmm. to apologize and they never apologize, then what? So I think it's exactly. a bigger person, Christ living in us, forgive the person if necessary. If you think it would be productive, approach the person, speak to the person, and uh, reconcile, build the bridge, learn, mm-hmm. talk about the issue. I think it's it's critical. If they do apologize, praise God, you can still talk about it and forgive. But I think there's another question that you didn't answer, the how-to part. Mm-hmm. I think really, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, when it comes to the sorry, I will address the how-to part. Uh, when it comes to the offering of apology, sometimes you can receive plenty of apologies but feel the same way about the situation. <laughs> so like what you're saying, the apology may never come and sometimes it might come and not change anything. And it really puts much of the responsibilities on you who has been offended. Because you are the one who is heartbroken. You're the one who's crushed needs the the wrongs that have been done to you and you might replay them over and over and they bring sickness to you and um, you know you might even get to a point where like what we were talking about to a point where your health is so much affected by these wrongs that have been done to you and so no no amount of sorries I think it's important for someone to apologize and if they don't apologize still you don't give them that power Uh over you to keep um you in a place of unhealth because they haven't apologized um i think the key to forgiveness lies with you the person who has been offended and i really love how you defined it as a choice it's a choice to move i think illness i think this also is defining how i think then the forgiveness is the choice to move towards your healing towards the balm of Gilead, yes. to move towards God and yes. find your comfort in him and say, Lord, I'm feeling this way. This person offended me. Heal me, Father. And if God, because sometimes yes. I think if we are still wounded and we seek the discussion with our offender, we might 
wrestle with a pig and be dead together. Huh? Okay. Like okay. Proverbs, uh, Proverbs 2022 is saying, do not say I'll pay you back for this wrong. Wait for the uh-huh. Lord and he will avenge for you. So I really believe for me in the how, I think the first step is really going to God, saying, God, this is what's happened. Uh-huh. I need your healing for this because I can't go on with this life. I don't even know how to talk to this person. I think mm-hmm. most of the times we don't even, if you want, if we're going to talk to that person, we're going to be shouting or I don't know. Mm-hmm. We're just going to wrangle in the mind. And I believe that if we become recipients of God's healing, then we can be able to have this conversation. So whether this person then comes to realize, you're saying, okay, I've offended you. I'm sorry. Uh, we we begin together. We are walking towards together our healing. But if this person then chooses, ah, I don't want, I don't even feel like I offended you. Uh-huh. You are still walking towards your healing because you have started the process on your own. And because yeah. at the end of the day, what's important is your healing. This person refuses. It's okay. But we're not going to leave them to 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 say you're going to rot in your sin Uh but as you've rightfully said before we also are bringing them before god and just saying hey god help them as well to Uh find you Uh and i think when we actually pray hey that's i think that's praying for your enemies when we actually pray for our enemies um Uh i think we have we god blesses that prayer and he really helps us to move on because when we when we wish well for those that do evil to us I think we are walking in the steps of our savior. True, 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 definitely. Um, the way I usually view things is if I if I have to do something, mm-hmm. then putting off the decision to do it won't help me in any way. Okay. It's the morning, I have to go to work. Um, there's no option about it. I need to go to work. Let's do this, let's get going. Okay. If I need to, uh, I owe someone hundred pounds or something. There's no way I'm going to not pay that money. So the sooner I have hundred pounds and I paid, the better. So even with forgiveness, while I am emotionally hurting, I can make the choice to forgive that person, mm-hmm. even though I am still hurting. Because forgiveness is not optional. The Christian, yes. So make the choice. And pray for God to emotionally heal you. Maybe when you then go and talk to him, if you're afraid, you'll say the wrong thing. Yes, mm-hmm. pray about it, ask for grace. But the decision to forgive, mm-hmm. I think as soon as you know you're wrong, it's not an option. Make the decision to forgive the person who's wrong. Yeah. Wow, I would have loved to continue and go on for longer, uh, but we have come to the end of our time and this will be our closing remarks thank you for joining us uh, as i said we're going to have more episodes about forgiveness as well as the other topics that have been requested and so we hope that you will join in for the next ones and i hope that this one has blessed you if you have any questions that you'd like us to address in the next podcast please let us know but forgiveness is not only freeing those who have offended us but it most importantly frees us from the bitterness and from the heartache that we do not want to have and christ ah, our dear lord is always there to heal our broken hearts as we read from the book of isaiah chapter 61 he came to earth to heal the broken hearted and so dear friends wherever you are if you're broken hearted christ can see you just tell him all about it he can heal no matter how many years those wounds have been there he can heal them 
no physician can heal us from this type of uh, hurt that comes just like that woman 12 years she spent all her money to physicians yeah. but didn't help her until she met Jesus and just one touch is all we need may god help us to make better choices and may help us be able to forgive and let go what are your closing marks to misani as we are about to pray and close off this podcast thank you for having me on the program i think it's a very critical um, topic still feel god colors brings god's repute so may god help us to be forgiving christians indeed how we close yes we can close shall we close in prayer yes you may thank you all right our heavenly father we thank you for this time and privilege to be able to discuss about forgiveness father we know that many of our hearts are broken many people need relief from you i pray that you might reach out to many people that need you lord and i pray that you can be able to bring relief and uh, release from the chains of unforgiveness the chains of bitterness the chains um that uh, pull them down and there are many people that have also are broken hearted because they've also offended other people they don't know how to make things right father may you heal them as well and may you help them we are praying for healing and we are praying that we too can be people who experience your forgiveness and can be able to also extend it to others teach us to walk in your ways lord and help us to be able to experience you in our day-to-day lives i pray that you meet people out out there who are listening to this program lord meet them at their points of need and i pray that as we are nearing your second coming we might all be ready we might prepare that we can just surrender all of ourselves to you In the name of Jesus I pray all these things amen amen thank you nyasha god bless thank you to me god bless i'm so sad precious couldn't say anything ah uh, next time <laughs> next time for sure all right thank you god bless bye bye all right you too bye bye